We join now by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Oh, trouble the morning to you, Sakina, and to the rest of the listeners as well. What a fantastic morning. It certainly is. And mm. uh, some good news to kick it off. Uh, Asian stocks, uh, well, maybe not so good. Uh, <laughs> the Asian <laughs> stocks, uh, they've succumbed to global retreats there, Clive. And that's halting a two-day rally as oil fell back to below $30 a barrel. Uh, what did I say yesterday? What did they look Yeah, positive? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. We're back. We're back at it again. We've mm-hmm. lost all the games from yesterday. Oh, the Asians have come to the global threat, halting two-day rally as it oil fell back by below thirty dollars a barrel. We're sitting currently at twenty-nine dollars and sixteen cents. Uh, that's the uh, that's uh, that's a uh, dollar per barrel. Um, and then uh, Chinese and Japanese shares also drove losses uh, Sakina, in the region, uh, with markets in Australia and uh, India shut for the holiday today. And the U.S. index uh, futures also failed to signal any rebound, so we might not see anything change significantly. So expect that the JSC will also, uh, at the back of this, wake on a uh, rather negative sentiment uh, because money has been coming off the equity space. And the last session sell-off also is proof that we might not be uh, getting back to those normal highs that we are used to. Uh, investors uh, tend to see the decline taking off oil as a direct indication of slower global growth and the weakness in emerging market economies. So what this continues to do is to dampen the hopes and the and the uh, um, um, the positive sentiment that most investors would have in this particular. And I'm specifically referring to institutional investors who are very, very uh, bare at the current moment. They're not really good looking for any new opportunities, especially because they know the Fed will be coming out with results later on this year and uh, later on this month. And also they want to look and see what the Eurozone is going to say uh, with regards to those rates as well. So um, hopefully um, when all this is better down, we might just get back to the normal. But uh, something that was said yesterday that was quite interesting that the Fed might regret actually um, hiking rates earlier, uh, earlier as they did, and maybe they should have waited. Is it true? Is it not? I don't know. I just think Janet Yellen, whatever she says, she's correct. <laughs> but uh, let's look at China, and and then they are deepening uh, economic engagements with Iran, and this is just a week after international sanctions were lifted against that country. You, you do know the history, right, Sakina? Um, the China, China and Iran. Um, that they go back history. They have actually been continuing to trade with them despite the sanctions being imposed on them. So this is just to, uh, this is uh, uh, Xi Jinping's way to say we are still supporting you fully and we want to be behind you. Remember that uh, China and Saudi Arabia and specifically more in the Middle East, the guys who have been doing business a lot with America, they're not friends necessarily. And, and this is just a little bit of political history uh, behind the two teams. You remember that Israel, for example, uh, President has been going to the United States and saying they must be careful not to lift uh, Iran's uh, sanctions. And so now that it's finally happened, now China is taking the further steps to say we are still your partners, we are still your brothers who want to uh, solidify this relationship and actually we are committing even more uh, bilateral agreements in terms of investment. They've increased it by 50 a billion dollars um, uh, uh, worth of investments. Uh, during uh, Xi's visit, Sakina, the two countries also agreed uh, to increase bilateral trade by more than tenfold to about 600 billion U.S. dollars in the next decade. So not only are they saying $50 billion now, but they're saying 
in the next 10 years, they'll, they'll contribute another $600 uh, billion dollars, uh, into the Iran. This is China's way of just showing that uh, when they believe in something and they trust in it, and then uh, they go full throttle. And this is the result of it. And so I expect fires, uh, uh, firecracks to go off us, Akina. Uh, this relationship uh, has created a little bit of uh, uncertainty, specifically in the Middle East with Saudi Arabia and the other uh, oil-producing nations, because this relationship has been there even before the sanctions. Mm-hmm. We'll keep an eye on that one. And then McDonald's, they back in the news, McDonald's Corp. Are they waging a comeback effort under Chief Executive Officer Steve Easterbrook? And as I understand, they've posted their best quarterly growth in almost four years. I'm loving it. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> thank you. No. <laughs> McDonald's are, are back at it. Um, just thank you. No, this is what's interesting. They say, uh, and I'm going to give you some of the uh, the statistics here, uh, including some items in the fourth quarter earnings, which amounted to about uh, $1.28 per share increment uh, compared to the projections of 1.23%. Uh, the revenue was uh, $6.34, $6.4 billion uh, for that period, beating estimates of six point two three uh, billion estimate. Uh, the US same store sales jumped by five point seven percent, helped by party and my, my mild weather. And uh, some other things that helped uh, <laughs> these returns uh, it's the egg McMuffin, uh, the double McMuffin, egg McMuffin uh, and jeez, oh, I feel like I'm having breakfast here. <laughs> <laughs> so we can see it, where it, part of those profits <laughs> came from. <laughs> So, so, so to, do, to, to put it in, 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 in simple terms, their revenues were increased significantly by what has been taking place on their breakfast stands. Um, even though they've got a little bit, uh, some problems in other countries, uh, on, on average, the, the stocks, uh, the company has done relatively well in the turnaround strategy. The, the health food soft, which they've tried to introduce, has not worked. Like, you know, they've declined. By zero point, uh, by eleven point four eight percent. So I, I don't know what this has, what this says <laughs> about health foods. I don't know. I, I'm just saying that the health food stuff is not working. So people are still going for McDonald's. I was going to the- say something, but then I remembered uh, Minister Aaron Mutswaledi might be yeah. listening, so I shall hold my peace. <laughs> <laughs> and some of us will get into trouble here. Indeed. You know? <laughs> anyway, we're going to leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much, our market analyst Clive Ntoza Bantu Ramatibela. Great stories told by great personalities. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.